This is the Key to Authority podcast, episode number 38. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. Hello there, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Key to Authority podcast. I want to welcome you and thank you for tuning in. And if you're listening to this for the first time ever, I really appreciate you and thanks for coming along and enjoying this journey. I know you're in for a treat, especially considering today's guest. But if you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you do that by either subscribing to the show through the website keytoauthority.com and leaving your email there or through iTunes or through Stitcher or one of the other apps. When it comes to positioning yourself, as an authority in your space. There are very few things that you can do that can accelerate that growth. And one of that few things, especially online, is blogging. Now, you might be wondering, why is a blog so good for you? And especially helping your growing authority. Well, it's because blogs are amazing for creating connections. And it's connections that help us build authority and the audience that comes along with it. Talking about connections and how that can help build your authority is what we're going to talk about with Kelly Exeter. Kelly is the author of Your Best Year Ever, owner of Swish Designs, a boutique design agency in Perth, and also the editor of Flying Solo, Australia's largest online community of solo and micro businesses. She is also mother of two, wife of one, runner, reader, writer, and the list does go on. Kelly is also massively passionate about blogging and recently spoke at the annual ProBlogger conference on the topic of blogging voice and the art of meaningful connections through writing. But before we get into Kelly's interview, I'd like to invite you along to my upcoming workshop, The Power of Podcasting, where I'll be talking about how you can generate more business leads and sales from a podcast and how it can help you grow your brand and authority in your niche, and a lot more things. So if you want to get details around that, go to the show notes at keytoauthority.com slash EP038. Without further ado, here is Kelly Exeter. Hey Kelly, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. Uh, you're the reason I got a chance to meet Darren Rouse from ProBlogger. You organized the Perth uh, event and that's where I met you. And from there on, since we connected, I love what you do in terms of the blogging space as well as with agency side of things, Swish Designs, and now you're busy involved with Flying Solo. You're really great at blogging and love reading your blog as well. So I thought let's share some tips along and ask you some questions about how to connect uh, with the audience and how to create that connection and put you on the show. So welcome to the show, Kelly. Hi, Janice. Thanks for having me. Kelly, so you're involved in quite a bit of things. You do quite a bit of role from a mom to a flying solo editor to a business person and a blogger and all that stuff. So how did you get involved in all this and why are you still continuing? What are you doing? So how did I get involved with blogging? Yep. Um, so probably about, oh gosh, maybe, must be about five years ago. We, we through my design business, we're building a lot of websites via WordPress. And I was also just taught, starting to talk to our clients a lot about blogging and, you know, getting into that as a, as a means for marketing their business. 
Um, and I remember having a meeting with my staff one day going, I need you guys to start blogs on this platform because I need you to get comfortable with WordPress. So just find something you're interested in, start a blog and, you know, get going with it. And it was funny because at the time I was horribly, horribly overwhelmed and stressed out and had way, way, way too much on my plate. But that afternoon I got home and I kind of thought, um, I, I've got an idea for a blog. I, I'm going to start a blog. And of course, being a designer, I could have something up in, you know, a day. And I <laughs> did. And, and that was actually, yeah. So that was my very first blog. Um, I had sort of, yeah, I had been blogging on the Swiss design website for a little while. Um, but really that was my first dedicated blog and it was called I Love Pretty Things. So that's where kind of that's where it all started. I kind of told my staff to do something and I don't think they ever actually did it, but I did. And yeah, I got blogging on I Love Pretty Things. Uh, I had no idea that there was this huge blogging community in Australia, but about three or four months after starting that blog, I kind of stumbled across them on Twitter. And then, yeah, from, you know, things just kind of took off from there. I mean, I don't have that blog anymore. I have my Swiss Design blog and my personal blog, which is at kellyexeter.com.au and it's called A Life Less Frantic. But um, yeah, it's just funny for me to reflect on the fact that it all started with this random comment to my staff that sparked a random thing in my head that I just had no time for, but I did it anyway. And yeah, there you go. Yeah, and I guess it's a good idea born and now it's morphed into quite a bit of things. You've just spoken at the Pro Blogger Conference, sharing some insights into all that and you have a huge following on, you know, personal blog as well as I know Swish Design ranks quite high when it comes to Perth Web Design. I know one of the best things you do is creating a connection with the audience you have. So Kelly, what is the key to creating a connection through your blog? Okay, well the the biggest key to creating connections through your blog is what my friend Alison calls being willing to get closer to the reader. So I guess this is what I see a lot with people who they look at blogging as just a, as I say, they see that we're, you know, number one on Google for graphic design Perth and blogging, um, web design Perth and all these key search terms. And they ask us, how did you get there? And it is because of our blog. Um, because when you blog, you can't help but use you know, and very, very naturally use terms that people are searching for. So Google loves blogs because blogs are constantly updating websites and, um, yeah, and using terms that are relevant to what you do. But that's not creating, you know, that's getting you high up on Google and that's very nice, but it's not creating any kind of meaningful connections with you. So you can, you know, you can stack your blog with lots of really good information that is very helpful to people. But if your blog doesn't actually share a bit of you, people will struggle to connect with you as a person. And I think this is a real huge shame with a lot of the business blogs out there and that people are trying and they're doing a really good job and it's great that they're blogging and it's great that they see that blogging is a worthwhile thing to do. But people are very, very afraid of showing any of their personality on their blog. And I think, yeah, I think that's a massive shame because that is preventing readers from connecting with them. And, you know, I guess the question, the next question is going to be, well, why would you want your readers to connect with you? Yep, and, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, and the answer to that is if you think about, you know, anything good that's ever happened to you in life, it's come from the connections that you've got with people. So it's that whole you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know kind of thing. So, you know, blogs are amazing 
for expanding your network of who you know and showing that network what you know. And then all of a sudden, if these people are very, um, you know, if they're feeling very connected to you, when people feel connected to you, they just want you to succeed. If you think of anyone that you know well and you really like them, you really want them to succeed in life. And so if they kind of throw something out there that they're like, say, you know, oh, my name's Kelly and I'm your friend and I'd love to do more speaking at conferences. You know, then if an opportunity comes where you're able to put me forward to someone as a great speaker for a conference, then you're going to do it because, you know, you know me, you're connected to me, you think I'd do good work and you would like me to succeed. And this is how the world works. And this is why blogging is amazing because it allows you to create really, really meaningful connections with people that, you know, all over the world, you know, you're not kind of restricted to, you know, so say we live in Perth, you're not restricted to only the people that you might come across in real life in Perth. I mean, you mentioned Darren before and I've just spoken at the ProBlogger conference. I mean, I connected with Darren through Twitter and through my blogging, and I was able to show him my expertise through my blogging. And then, you know, three, four, five years down the track, that connection leads to me being able to speak at his conference. So, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm very passionate about the power of blogging for for creating those connections that are going to let you achieve your, you know, your big goals in life because, yeah, I can't think of anything else you know, maybe social media, but I actually can consider social media to be a form of microblogging because it's the same kind of thing, just in a just in a shorter format. That's a big long answer to a very <laughs> to your question. It's it's not a long answer because it's something that it resonates with myself because quite a few people think very very short term and they want the ROI or the return on investment and they forget about the human person on the other side of that transaction. And you mentioning that, like, I'm just trying to think of the people I know and the people like yourself or Darren, like there's, you can see the personality, you know, a little bit about their personal life. You can relate to them and you want to help them out. So yeah, I, I completely get it. And I completely understand. It's like a light bulb thing that people have to go. Yep. That should be happen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's something that's very hard to explain to people because it's very hard. And as you say, it's, you know, people are looking for that short term here and, you know, they'll blog for three or four or five months and they're not getting that connection and they get a bit, um, they get a bit upset and they think, well, this isn't worth it anymore. But the fact is, it is a very, it is a long game. But man, the payoffs of that long game are amazing. But you, but you, you know, you have to persist through it. You have to persist through those early months where your mum's the only person reading your blog. <laughs> um, you know, and we've all been there. Like every single person who has blogged, Darren included, like every single successful blogger has had that period of time where nobody is reading their blog. Um, and if you want me to just throw out a quick tip on that in that regard. I always say to people, it's great that no one's reading your blog in those early days because your blog's always going to be fairly terrible at the start. <laughs> it's always going to be very forced. It's always going to be, you know, a little bit stilted because you haven't found your voice yet. So I think it's great that no one reads your blog in the early days. It gets you, allows you to get used to writing regularly. It la- gets you used to creating content and putting it out there. 
And then gradually over time, you know, someone will read your blog and they'll leave a comment and you'll see that your words have resonated and, you know, and then another person will leave a comment and you'll see that your words have resonated and you'll start getting a little bit braver and a little bit braver about the stuff that you share. You'll get braver about the voice that you speak in. You'll speak much more in your natural speaking voice. So people always say to me, you know, well, what's my blogging voice? I don't know what it is. And I'm like, it's just your speaking voice. How do you speak? <laughs> how you speak, that's how you should, you know, write in your blog. And it really is that easy. And that's, you know, so always also get the people who go, oh, I can't write, so I can't blog. And I'm like, dude, if you can speak, you can blog. That's the beauty of blogging. It's a conversation. It's not a one-way thing. It's not a book where it's, you know, it's a very one-directional kind of I'm telling you everything I know and I'm not expecting anything back from you. Blogging, I you know, always say to people, it starts a conversation. So put something out there and then see what comes back and then carry the conversation on in future blog posts. It's a very, very fun way of writing. I'm just thinking of myself and it's exactly the same way. I'm, <laughs> I hate writing. I don't want to write this and this and that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I went through this phase <laughs> just now. And that's why I kind of, I'm like, I'll move it to podcasting and then yeah. bring it back to uh, blogging because I can at least talk and talk to people and then record that. <laughs> Well, that's it. I mean, half the time I just say to people like, you know, okay, well, what's the question that you want to answer in your blog post? Okay, record yourself answering that question and then get someone to transcribe your answer. There's your blog post. You know, it it really is that simple. People get far too caught up in, in the whole writing of it. They, you know, they get caught up in like, what if a writer reads what I, reads my words and they criticize how I write? And I just say, who cares? No. Who cares, number one? But number two, no one's going to do that. No one's going to read your words and go, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy is putting this out there. You know, it just it just doesn't happen. We we think people care about us more, much more than they do. <laughs> so I guess all this has been keeping you going across when you started. But for an example, like what what was it like when you started and then or like other success stories you've heard? A quick example. Um I have a really good example. It, it wasn't slow, you know, it was actually quite fast success. But if anyone knows M. Ruciano, who's, um, you know, she's been, she was on the radio in Perth. She was on Australian Idol. She was, um, she's, was on the Mamma Mia radio show. So, you know, M's been a performer for 13 years and, you know, she's always been very heavily reliant on other people for her success. So someone has had to choose her. So, Someone on Australian Idol had to choose her. Someone on her radio shows had to say, yeah, you're, you know, you're good enough to be on the radio. Come work for us. Um, so her, her destiny's always been in other people's hands. And then a couple of years ago, Em started writing on her blog. So she'd written a few pieces for Mamma Mia. And the thing about Em is, I mean, she is actually a great writer, but Em just writes the way that she talks. Like if you talk to her, that's how she writes. And it's very raw and very funny, but very raw. And so she started writing on her blog a couple of years ago. And she was, you know, in two years, she's built her Facebook following from pretty much zero, you know, from a couple of thousand to 140,000. Wow. <laughs> she's, she's now got a news.com.au weekly column. She's got a book deal. She's got a new album coming out next year. Um, and she has something else that I cannot remember at this point in time, but 
you know, she's achieved a lot of success in, in the last two years and it's all been off the back of her blog because what her blog has allowed her to do is build this massive fan base that she hasn't been able to build through previous albums. She hasn't been able to build this through a radio show. She hasn't been able to build this through appearances on the project but she has been able to build this following through a blog. And she now has this, so she's got this fan base of 150,000 people who just love her on Facebook. And now she's gone from performing in rooms of 30-odd people to now performing in rooms of 3,000 people. And she just sells out her shows everywhere she goes at the moment. So I think that's a pretty good example of just how powerful blogging is if you are brave enough to blog in your own voice. I think that's the key. I think that's what Em's been very much able to do. She just puts it out there. She speaks exactly as she is. She doesn't She doesn't really censor. And, you know, so she puts a lot of people off. And, again, this is what I always say to people. They go, but what if I speak like this in my blog and I put people off? And I say to them, that's fantastic if you put people off because it <laughs> means that the people that are left behind after the people you've put off have gone away – those people left behind are your just, they're going to be your raving fans and they're going to do everything that they can to help you succeed. So yes, put people off. That's, you know, if you're not putting people off, then you're not creating raving fans. You've just got a very, very vanilla. You've got a bunch of people who are probably largely indifferent to you and they wouldn't miss you if you're not there, <laughs> which is, yeah, sorry, that's a bit blunt, but. It's true. It is what it is. <laughs> that's not a typical example, but that's what's possible for people. Yeah. Like M and obviously yourself from what you have achieved through your blog now to speaking and pro blogger and many things down the track, maybe even books and things. And you've written that already. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, this is it. So I don't have 140,000 raving fans on Facebook, but you know, I've got four and a half thousand fans. I've got another couple thousand people on an email subscriber list. And these people are, you know, they like what I do. And so when I release a book, they buy my book. And you know, you know, you're not, nobody makes money off a book, but it leads to other opportunities. So it's led to speaking opportunities. It's, and it's opening up other doors for me. I, that I, you know, it's like my blog has led to me doing this flying solo editorial role, which for me is quite a dream role. So I wouldn't have got this role if not for the connections that I made through blogging. So you know, I don't want to rule the world. I don't want to. I don't really actually want to be like Em and have one hundred forty thousand people on <laughs> Facebook following me. I've got to be honest. Um, but yeah, blogging has. You know, I knew I know what I want from life, and blogging is taking me what's well, actually taken me there to where I want to be. So, uh, no complaints from me, really. <laughs> and that's really great because it's it's really good to hear that kind of things and to focus more the long term. But uh, what is an action or actions that people can take in terms of to start blogging or to ha if they already have a blog to go and take that step of connecting with their audience through the blog? Okay, so I've got five very quick tips um, for people. So if you're looking to connect with people through your blog, you need to get closer to them. So how are you going to get closer to people? I have five things for you. So the first one is understand that nobody cares about you, which sounds really harsh, but if you think about it, if you think about the stuff that you read, you're not reading it because you are really into that writer. Like you're reading that thing because there's something in it for you, whether it's entertainment, whether it's education, whether it's just feeling like someone gets you. 
there's got to be something in it for the reader. Um, so that's kind of number two. So there must be a payoff for the reader in some way. And the payoff for the reader, as I just mentioned, is, you know, it doesn't just have to be education or you don't just have to make them laugh or something. There just has to be some kind of payoff for the reader. Number three is deliver on your promises. So if you are going to write a headline of your blog post and if you entice me to your blog with your headline, you damn well better deliver on what that headline promises. Otherwise, I'm not going to be very happy with you and you're going to distance me from you very quickly. Number four in you know how to get closer to your reader is to address, you know, address a genuine pain point. So a good example of this is just before ProBlogger, um, on the Flying Solo site, I wrote a blog post called How to Kick Butt at a Conference When You're an Introvert because I would estimate that probably 70% of people at the Pro Blogger Conference are introverts like me um, and we actually really, really struggle at conferences. So I wrote that post. It was a really genuine pain point and it completely went off. And, you know, and I've had a lot of people come up and talk to me about that post afterwards and say thank you so much for writing it. So that's how you know you've really made a connection and the fifth kind of tip for bringing your your reader closer to you is to tell a story about a challenge that you have faced and then tell people what you learnt from facing down that challenge and I think that little template there tell a story about a challenge and then tell people what you've learnt is one of the most powerful templates for getting close to readers and you can do it doesn't matter if it's a business blog or a personal blog or a food blog or a whatever blog, that that is a kind of unbeatable combination for getting close to people via your writing. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to implement all that in the blog sense, also the podcast sense, but yeah, wow. That's a lot of value and a lot of things to implement because it's something that I'm kind of like I'm getting there. And it, this really helps me. And that's one of the reasons I'm like, I gotta get you on. I gotta have a chat. <laughs> so it was a bit cool. selfish, but this is really helpful as well. So thanks for that. Um, now how can our audience get in touch with you? Where can they find you and where can they get you on social media or things like that? Okay. So on Facebook, I'm facebook.com slash Kelly Exeter, K-E-L-L-Y-E-X-E-T-E-R. On the web, I'm kellyexeter.com.au. So that's my kind of personal blog. You can also find me on the Swish Design blog, which is swishdesign, swishdesign.com.au. And I'm also over on Flying Solo, flyingsolo.com.au. And also Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Kelly Exeter. I'm big on, not big on Instagram. I just love Instagram. That's where I hang out probably the most. So go to Instagram or go to Facebook. That's where you're most likely to find me. Cool. I'll put down those links and really appreciate Also, quick thanks because I think from the first introduction, the Perth PB event, I also got to a chance to write for ProBlogger. So I that saw was, that. Yeah, yep. thanks. For that. So those are things I'm like, I didn't know I could, but there you go. Yep. <laughs> so. there you go. So see, if you can write for ProBlogger, you can write for your own blog, I reckon. Yeah, a bit scared, but let's go for it. <laughs> So no, thanks a lot, Kelly. Really appreciate it. And uh, we've learned a lot and I'm going to be applying that to the podcast and also re-getting my blog up and putting these things into practice. So thanks a lot again. Cheers. Awesome. Thanks so much, Janice. My, my, my. The content and the amazing strategies and tips that Kelly has shared 
will make sure that you connect with your audience correctly and intimately and also grow your blog along with it, along with the business around it. Now, you have to make sure that you start putting things into action as Kelly described. So for today's action, in terms of how to get close to your audience, you have five things to do. The first one is understand that no one cares about you. The second, there must be a payoff for the reader in some way. The third, deliver on your promises. The fourth, address a genuine pain point. And the fifth and the last is tell a story about a challenge you have faced and what you have learned from it. If you go about doing all this, you'll be on your way to getting close to your audience and connecting with them to grow your blog and your authority. So to get all the details and links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash EP038 for the show notes. Till we talk next, keep connecting with your audience and growing your blog. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.